Hello, all those of you listening out there. My name is, of course, Rowan Wood, and I am the founder and sole writer of The Lenient Critic. And I'm taking a week off this week, so I figured it would be only right for me to leave you guys with something. So, I am going to give you a discussion that I did with my friends Sebastian and Hayden on my other podcast, Across the Stars, a Star Wars podcast, where we talked about the Book of Boba Fett episodes 6 and 7, the two finale episodes. Uh, Go over and listen uh, to some more Across the Stars episodes if you can. Uh, Subscribe and leave a rating and review also, if you also can. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just a really fantastic discussion about the last two episodes. We get into a lot of deep topics. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really hope you guys enjoy it. I'll be back next week with a, uh, with a regular old lenient critic episode. And I would like you to, uh, uh, you know, enjoy the, uh, enjoy the Star Wars discussion and I'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Hello in TV land. I'm Hayden Kincaid. I'm Sebastian Rickoff. And my name is Rowan Wood. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Across the Stars, where, if it's Star Wars, we, we cover it. it. That was yeah. not, I, I hesitated a minute too long. But, um, <laughs> no pausing, oh, well. Seabag. We, before, we, before we talk about the Book of Boba Fett, uh, Which, the, the season one finale, Sebastian has some news to share, and he claims it's Star Wars related. I, do. I don't know what I he's going to say. I got two decent... Right, yeah. I know that connection is a little shoddy, but... Um, maybe I should join on my... Sebastian, right. how dare um, you say that about your internet connection? It has feeling <laughs> too. Anyway. Anyway, so I, I hope I don't cut out again. But um, my two pieces of news are I, I already told Hayden the first one. Um, during the Winter Olympics, I like to stay up late, watch the figure skating because the figure skating is like the best fucking <laughs> thing you'll ever see. Um, and there was this one figure skater, and I just thought this was a really cool thing I should mention. Um, there was this one figure skater dressed in Anakin's um, Jedi outfit, uh, and he was figure skating to a mashup of like all these different soundtracks from <laughs> different movies, from Duel of the Fates to Imperial March. Um, and I just thought I thought that was like the coolest thing. So, and That's it's awesome. related to the Olympics going on. I'm a big a Winter Olympics guy. So I figured I'd mention that. And then the second one is just uh, Force Unleashed is coming to Nintendo Switch on April 20th, which is a little bit less exciting. But <laughs> I mean, unless you haven't played Force no. Unleashed, in which case it's a very exciting thing. But Yeah, Sebastian, your internet is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I'm going to try uh, my phone see if that's any better. Take over for me. I should also mention that uh, the Disney Plus series, the, the miniseries, Obi-Wan Kenobi, is officially premiering um, on May 25th, the 45th anniversary of Star Wars oh, Episode Four: A New Hope. Uh, so that will be with us in just a little over March, April, May, just a little over three months. So I, I personally am ridiculously excited for that. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I saw they, 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 they put the poster on um, Twitter and I saw someone because the poster is Obi-Wan on Tatooine and, and, someone, uh, and, and someone quoted the tweet and said, uh, the Tatooine expanded universe continues. And I just thought that that was particularly hilarious. Um, but uh, regardless, so 
Uh, yeah, so today we are going to uh, break down the episodes six and seven, the finale episodes of The Book of Boba Fett, season one. Um, yeah, uh, episode six, at least, was huge if you're a Star Wars fan. Uh, it kind of blew my mind a little bit, uh, even in the first few minutes. Um, Hayden, we'll start off with you. What is your initial? Re- what was your initial reaction, I suppose, to oh. Boba Fett episode six? So I'm, if I'm gonna be perfectly honest, uh, I was a little, I was a little let down. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, after after episode five, which was the Mandalorian season three episode one, <laughs> I was hoping we'd at least get back to, you know, seeing the character who's the show was named after, and uh, we really didn't. And so I, I was not too thrilled with that, but um, I, then of course that that was the episode where they revealed uh, Cad Bane, right? Mm-hmm. Where they had yeah. him, yeah, yeah, at the very end. I um, I was I was a little put off by that too. Um, those those were the those were the big ones for me. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, seeing Cad Bane and seeing him be. Not so attractive, in my opinion. Um, uh, and just the general, like, the general feel of the episode. I, I don't know. I felt like it was lacking for a second to last, uh, for a second to last episode in the entire season, which, like, we're not getting a second season, are we? That we know. Uh, yeah, that we know. Uh, um, this is this is Disney Star Wars. You're, you're practically right. guaranteed a second season. Yeah, that's that's uh, true. That's true. So yeah, I, I noticed on Disney Plus they didn't announce it as the series finale, but instead as the season the season finale. finale yeah, that's finale. a good point. So, um, so I would say it's at the very least a, a a strong possibility. Um, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I, I do have to admit when I saw Cad Bane, I was uh, like, like, you know, you see him from afar and you're like, okay, he's got the classic, he's got the classic uh, fucking hat. He's got the, he's got the coat to go with it. Like from afar, when he's walking up, I was like, oh shit, he's looking kind of damn fresh here. Um, and then you see under his hat, and I'm like, I am a little disappointed at the live action. I think um, I physically see, recoiled when I saw he, him. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have yeah. seen a lot about this online, and I understand where you guys are coming from. However, if we look oh. back to Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, in the mm. cantina scene, there are two Duros. Right. Which we see Duros in live action, and they look exactly like Cad Bane does here. No, they look nothing they do. alike. They do. I they, oh they my really god, do. I was livid about look that. Look it up. Because, <laughs> no, they don't have a chin, bro. Like the episode four Duros look nothing like Cad Bane. I even made a side by side comparison. Their their faces are different. They have like bigger noses. Their eyes are bigger and further apart. They they look like what Cad Bane looks like in the in the Clone Wars, and I was fine with that. I was. Ugh. Ooh. Yeah, I for for me the the first thing I noticed was how small his head was. Yeah, but, that was to be fair. Know, his hat like, is probably covering up a lot. That's true, uh, that was but the second the end, thing I noticed is that his hat was for Cad Bane. That was a small ass hat, bro. 
I was not too concerned with that. But the two things, the two the two things I noticed were a that his head was like not like as tall as I feel it should have been. And even when you see him without the hat at the end of episode seven, I like I I was willing to give them the benefit of the doubt on the hat thing. But uh, you see it, you see him without that hat at the end. Um, and then also just the like he looks like he's just in a constant snarl. Yeah, I. I feel like, like they could have fixed him his, if they had just mouth, made him not be sneering every single word he said. Like his mouth his mouth looked so stiff to me. Um, it, it would have still been gross looking, but it wouldn't have been so egregiously bad, in my opinion, if they had just made his mouth normal. It, rem- it reminded me of a show I actually saw a little bit earlier this year called Resident Alien. Where I the, fucking love Resident Alien, dude. It's, it's a funny show. Now. It's a funny on show. Now, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the when I saw Cad Bane's mouth, that was the first thing I thought of was the alien from Resident Alien. Um, like they have the same exact like sourced gritted teeth and constant sneering uh, <laughs> expression. Um, so you know, I was I'm I always like seeing Cad Bane. Because I like I think I realized this the other day, uh, right before I watched episode seven, that he is arguably my favorite character in the entire universe. Um, which the only one who comes close is Obi Wan. Fun fact. Um, really? Yeah. Mm. And Han Solo, I feel. Yeah. So those are my top three. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I realized just I realized the other day just how much I actually do like Cat Bane. Um, and then I watched episode seven. I was a little sad, but uh, um, so yeah, I thought it like like I said, I, I got excited when I saw him from afar, and then uh, I was curious to see what his role was going to be. Um, in the last episode when I first saw him, but I and I, I was even curious if he was going to play a role or whether he was just thrown in there, like. Mm-hmm. To As deliver like, the me- to deliver know, a message, and that's this type it. thing, yeah, exactly like that, you know, um, and that they weren't going to keep him around for the final episode. But boy, oh boy, was I wrong. Um, yeah, that, that's my thoughts on Ken Bang at the end of episode six. Uh, I'll let you speak now, Will. Uh-huh. Uh, I loved episode six. Um, I think because I was viewing it as a as an episode of a Star Wars show, not necessarily as an episode of the Boba Fett show, which I feel like that's how we're going to have to start seeing these things, especially because, you know, I, I feel like the book of Boba Fett episodes five and six prove that, you know, they could go off on a sort of tangent like that at any point. And I think we should start, you know, and book of Boba Fett is really sort of an offshoot of the Mandalorian, but for all rights and purposes, it is Mandalorian, Mandalorian season two and a half. Um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I think eventually this is not like the Marvel shows. I think we are going to have to start seeing um, these star Wars shows as, as much more interconnected than I think mm-hmm. people are, are seeing them now. Um, I, I think, you know, especially with I think- Mandalorian, we have Boba Fett, we are going to have Ahsoka, we were going to have Rangers of the New Republic, and they were all going to tie together very closely. And so I think that's probably where we're headed. I think, um, I, I forget which of you two, I know I definitely made the joke to one of you two, I forget which one, um, but when when episode five 
released, I was like, that was actually like it was a really, really good episode yeah, of the Mandalorian. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to Aiden. I was like, I thought it was like I watched through it and kind of like you were on right. I didn't, I didn't really judge it too harshly just because it was out of place, even though like you know it is a little jarring. I think especially I think episode six a little more so um, because it's like. You know, at episode six, you're supposed to be at the climax of whatever is happening or building up to it. So I think they're going off on a tangent is a little bit weirder than on episode five. Um, not only that, but it, it's also now two out of seven episodes as opposed to one out of seven episodes. Right. But either way, I did, for the most part, I would say that I enjoyed both episodes. And, you know, if you're looking at this as a Mandalorian season two and a half, it works. But if you're looking at it as like a separate show, it kind of doesn't. And it, I don't know. I think you mentioned this last time, Roland, that it's going to make these shows really weird for mm -hmm. rewatching things or for people who didn't watch them when they first came out. Uh, which, yeah, not, now it's going to be messy as hell because it's like, all right, so in order to understand the book of Boba Fett, I need to I need to watch the first two seasons of, seasons of the Mandalorian. Right. But in order to watch season three of the Mandalorian, I have to watch the book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's the yeah. the lines are starting to blur on what counts as uh, its own show I, or not. I agree with you, Rowan, that that is something that we're going to have to start doing, mm -hmm. but I don't think that's a good precedent to set. I think just because that they're going to do it and we're going to watch it doesn't mean that it's, it's like a, it's a, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't strike me as a good storytelling move to be selling us one show and suddenly go focus on a character unrelated to the plot building his fucking car um, on a desert for a whole ass episode I, I that that just doesn't strike me as, especially with one two episodes left in the show uh a show of six episodes to devote seven. a third of it or seven episodes yeah to devote a third of it to to a, a guy unrelated to the plot up until this point I think it just, it's like Seabass said, it's a little jarring, especially when you're that far along in the story already, mm -hmm. um, when you're so close to the end, which is kind of, I think, why the, I struggled with it so much. But I, I don't know. I just feel like it's not a great move. Just because they're going to do it doesn't mean that I have to like it. I think a better way to do this I, you know, if I were in control of everything in a perfect world, um, would have <laughs> would have been to to maybe release the two shows side by side, right? Or something and have alternate you know, have have the Mandalorian, you know, like release at the same time as episode, you know, so Boba Fett would have been five episodes long instead of seven. Um, have Mandalorian episode one release. Uh, along with episode three and then episode two of season three released with episode four, but I don't know. And so now it's weird because when we start Mandalorian season three, people who haven't seen the book of Boba Fett are going to be like, what the fuck? Why is baby Yoda back? 
Right. Um, I have I have responses so, to everything that you guys have said. Right, cool. I just I, I just want jump in. I just yeah yeah I just want to say one more quick right. thing and then I will gladly let you. Um, and that's that I think like I think that for me personally I don't mind this as much as Hayden does, mm -hmm. but at the same time, like because I'm somebody watching like everything as it all comes out, but you know for for future generations and for people who just don't want to watch everything it's not it, it's going to start making things confusing i guess is what i'm trying to get to here mm -hmm. so sebastian i i think in a perfect world your idea of releasing them side by side would be great because it would you know clear up all like like all that confusion that you're talking yeah. about on a practical level it it would not work at all because these shows are yeah. So fucking expensive um and uh mm. right yeah they're, they're getting made anyway though so i figure like, it's true it's true um know, all you're changing is the release window i think yeah i think that might be a tad bit like confusing as well just because of the you know if if they um if they you know sort of intermingle midway through then for people who who only watch the mandalorian that might be a little that might be a little confusing That's but sweet. whatever um to, to go back a little bit, I think, um, Hayden, where this went wrong in terms of the fan reaction, why it's so divided, I think is because the, the whole Mandalorian divergence was a surprise. They did not tell mm -hmm. anyone, like they didn't release anything about it. And I think if this, if, if Star Wars and these Marvel things, if they weren't so um, dependent, like if, if, if the reveals and the story turns weren't so dependent on these characters from other projects coming in, the fan service, if it weren't so dependent on that, they would have told us. And I feel, I, I do think that that would have made something, I, I, I do believe that that would have lessened the harsh reaction a little bit, but also... Um, this is really the Mandalorian's whole storyline here with, with, especially with Grogu and with Luke Skywalker and Ahsoka appearing. It's, it's a course correction from the end of the Mandalorian to ensure that Grogu can be in season three. So it can basically, right, cause they need that baby. Yoda <laughs> exactly. So they can just pick it up <laughs> yeah. from the end of season two, but also, um, the, um, I think with this happening, I don't, not to say that the future Star Wars shows are going to go this route, but I think this is basically them saying that anything could happen at any point. Any character could pop up. We could go down any story path that helps us get where we need to go. So just be prepared for that. That's what I got out of those two sort of yeah. episodes. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't even so much mind that mm -hmm. as long as it's pertinent to the story being told in the overarching narrative of the show. Mm -hmm. The Mandalorian building his spaceship on Tatooine really contributed nothing. It's for the Mandalorian and not for Book of Boba. Right, right. It had nothing to do with the overarching narrative of the show we were watching. Mm -hmm. So I, I wouldn't have necessarily minded the switch so much if they just had, if they had combined the last two episodes, like, or like the two episodes with the Mandalorian, I guess. If they had like cut out the entire shipbuilding part and just said, oh, he got a new ship he built one and it's cool now and i would have been fine with that and then if we they just go, yeah if they just have him get to tatooine and then 
in season right, three of get, Mandalorian. He builds a ship. Right. Build the ship in season three. Do the same thing. Do one of the flashbacks that they just did. Um, show him like putting together the ship and then like gloss over Boba Fett to make sure everyone knows that he was in Boba Fett and how we got there and blah blah blah. Because you know, people need things spoon fed to them now, and then then move on, move on from that. Like, I don't, I just don't see why this had to be included in this specific show, which is so it's it's so, um. I guess it's almost unfulfillingly short uh, for a show. And they were, they were already working with a tough concept to begin with that. I, I, I have a tough time seeing how the right move was to just focus on it. It's, it's not so much a divergence as it is just a completely unrelated plot point that has nothing, no bearing on the situation at hand. It has no, no relation to the story it's just there it's just uh, half an hour of the mando building a building a car i kind of liked everything mando was doing it's just not relevant to boba fett exactly that's mine right right i totally see your point and you are totally valid i just liked watching it and i do believe that was why i enjoyed it and i've said this before on this podcast and on some of my other ones anything star wars marvel on disney plus even if it's just subpar i'm still gonna love it because of the property because of the brand i don't know what it is about it i'm i don't know if that's something you should be admitting (laughs) yeah yeah okay well obviously there are there are are some exceptions triple x star wars content okay Um, (laughs) hey man he said anything all right said anything on disney i'm gonna hold you just wait we tore the fucking uh when i hacked his christmas special a new one all right (laughs) undeservingly (laughs) (laughs) watch this with yeah, yeah, Ro, Ro, keep going. I totally I'll cut you off there. here. I'm sorry. Well, that was that was basically what what I was going to say. Anything on Disney Plus that they do, I would <laughs> I would watch. Um, just because it's 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 just you know the brand they are completely relying on the connection we have to the material. And for me, at least, definitely for me, it works. And I feel like it, it will continue to work unless it gets really uncharacteristically terrible, which I don't see it doing at least for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Suck your own day. Say less. Um, but yeah, yeah. I just, I just got to, every now and then, I just got to. You had a Last up. Jedi-sized frog in your <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just, every now and then, I just got to. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> point. He, um, the the point is, whenever he smells bullshit, he just thinks of the Last Jedi script. <laughs> he can't help it. Um, but yeah. Anyway, um, I I do agree that it, it's definitely like I don't know. I don't think that these shows would be seen as like half, half as good um, if they weren't attached to a pre-existing name that's this freaking massive. Um, but I, I do think that they should be able to stand on their own, um, even for like 
you know, like regardless of fan service and whatnot like that. Um, and I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, Star Wars is a universe that's only really the size, like as big as you want it to be. Mm-hmm. If you want to only watch the movies, you can do that and nothing's stopping you. Um, and like, you'll get it. You know, if you want to watch the Clone Wars, you can just watch the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. If you want to watch Rebels, you can just watch Rebels. Right. I mean, obviously, they they allude and they connect to each other and all Sebastian, that. Sebastian, you you forgot one. If you want to watch Resistance, just watch Resistance. <laughs> no, no, Resistance. that's not Star Wars. That's not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to go through everything and name and name everything, but and uh, especially not Resistance. <laughs> <laughs> See, I I have chosen the size of the universe that I want it to be. And that does not include Resistance. <laughs> <laughs> but I was I was thinking about, it, and that's kind of what is such a great thing about uh a series like this is that it's not like marvel where you know like everything is so intricately connected that to even remove like like there are probably like three or four that you could get rid of and like nothing would really change that much but whereas with star wars you could take out like a bunch of shit and you would still be able to enjoy like most of it like somebody can play fallen order without knowing much of star wars and be fine you know um and so like you know i i think that that's kind of neat um i forget how the fuck i started this but uh yeah where i first saw that going was um there's nothing wrong with that being said there's nothing wrong with fan service but the issue become the issue arises when when you rely on when you Thank rely you. That's, solely that's why on, i started yeah that's why i started this yeah so when, it's yeah yeah that's that was exactly my point so you know i do think that they are six that they are successful in part because they're attached to a big name like star wars otherwise they wouldn't get like as many views as they do you know like i don't know if i would be watching the mandalorian i might be interested in it i might check it out eventually but I wouldn't be watching it weekly when it comes out. Um, and so I think that that's part of why they're so successful. But I think that The Mandalorian on its own should be able to stand without fan service. And I think that most Star Wars oh, things, not resistance, um, are able to serve the universe of Star Wars. So, yeah, there's my, my little... All right, yeah. you guys, you guys vamp for a second. I'm going to be right back. Go on. All right, cool. Yeah. Da, um, da, da. All right. Um, so now like, be- actually now we have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> now begins the circle jerk where I agree with everything you said and Rowan's not here to disagree <laughs> because uh, I, uh, yeah, no, you're totally last right. Jedi is I, complete yeah, it's trash. <laughs> screw the no, last no, Jedi, anyway, screw anyway, resistance, what? screw rebels. No, no. no what, I, what, what were you going to say? I, uh, I I totally agree. I don't have an issue with fan service. Like if you wanna if you wanna add Cad Bane into another show, that's like cool. Dude, like, when I saw him in Bad Batch, awesome. I shit myself. You know, exactly. Like, that's that's awesome. But the the problem arises when those types of things become such a major a major part of it that that's what your quality relies on. The quality yeah. of your show relies on other people having seen enough of the Mandalorian to know what, who baby Yoda is, why he's important. And mm-hmm. like, or yeah, just other examples of that, that I don't have off the top of my head right now, but I'm still upset about <laughs> for some reason. I uh, it's, yeah. 
But um, what was I going to say? There was like one more thing I want to say, and I can't fucking remember it for the life of me. And I wish is I had it rolling. The last the Jedi sucks. And, yeah, the last Jedi is. Oh <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to go help a friend get into a room. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. I swear, those we, of you don't worry. We, time, we, 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 did, we, we did didn't trash on Last Jedi the, um, the entire oh, what, time. What I, what I, what I did want to say is, I think fans are like obviously. I, I mean, I like I like fan service. You know, you go into a fucking No Way Home and you see Toby Maguire, and you're like. That's yeah. badass. Um, you know, you watch Sebastian's this. spoilers for a two-month-old movie that has been spoiled for everyone Fuck on man. the internet. Um, you know, <laughs> you watch the the ending of Mandalorian season two, and you're like, oh shit, Luke's here. Like, that's badass. Um, and you know, you see him take out dark troopers, those dark troopers from Dark Forces, that game <laughs> I played over like you know, two or three years ago. Um so like it's it's cool it's cool you like seeing it and especially you know because it's a reminder that it does tie into a larger universe but i i mean two things is that like hayden said it can't rely on it and then b you also have to do justice to what it is mm-hmm. your bringing right. back right if you're bringing something, something into it which is something I'm going to talk about when we get to the episode seven discussion, because uh, I want to talk about Kevin okay. more, but about episode <laughs> seven, not six. Um, but before we move on to episode seven, I did want to ask um, specifically Hayden, Bug Row, and I also want to hear your take. Um, mm-hmm. What you thought about the Jedi training bits? <laughs> I, I was I was a little off put by it, to be honest. It was a little. It was a little bit weird to me to see Luke um, carrying around Baby Yoda and that being the training. I, um, to be honest, I didn't put too much thought into it. I was too busy screaming mm-hmm. at my TV about it being there at all, much less what the <laughs> content of it. Um, but I, <laughs> no, I, I didn't mind it so much. I thought it was cool to see a little bit of how Luke interpreted his own training. Um, Obviously, I thought the 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 decision to that they made with uh, Grogu and like the little the little uh, shirt the chainmail yeah well they they even call it a shirt in the in the thing but um, <laughs> yeah, let me just go even, put on my t shirt real quick the Beskar chainmail uh, shirt thing uh, I thought that was a questionable decision. Um, as far as story writing or storytelling goes, as well as in Star Wars, like as it makes like, sense to Star Wars, but yeah, I feel like this is hinting at the fact that Grogu's gonna get shot at some point, and this, yeah, is <laughs> <laughs> he, he's gonna get if like, Grogu got shot, he'd be by... the fuck up. He is so small, dude. Like, <laughs> dude, I know, I know. Now, now he's got that Beskar chainmail shit, so it's like he, he yeah, might like, dude. I put that's really, facts. Really, you know they're gonna. I really, some Lord really of the just want to see that be the opening of of season three. Is just you know, like Mando gets into a fight or something. One of the thugs he's fighting gets away. <laughs> Decides, you know what? Like, Screw this baby and just blast him in the chest. It's like a huge death fake out. The guy, the thug gets yeah, shot, no. and then and then it's like, oh right, he has that armor on. Good thing yeah, he's safe. No, you that's, know, like, that's exactly what they're setting but, up. But I just, that same just thing. for the just for that scene, you get 
<laughs> Bro, you want to see a child get shot in the chest? Yeah, I was about to say, I don't know Damn. if he's going to be a horrible, horrible person now, but, you know. No, I, I was fully expecting Don't worry, Sebastian, you were a horrible person before. Thank you, thank you. I needed that. Good to know I haven't changed. They were going to do, like, a total Lord of the Rings fake out where he, like, gets shot or stabbed or something, and it's like, oh, he's dying. Oh, no, he's okay. Is like, Frodo, where he gets, yeah. Right, right, right. yeah. Rowan, what was uh, Rowan, What was your take on the uh, the Jedi training? Oh, yeah. I liked it. I thought it was well shot, and I really enjoyed most parts of the scene, except for a very specific part of Luke's body, and that was his mouth. I think that is the only thing they have not oh, yeah. cracked yet. Um, and also the CGI voice also is weirding me out just a little I bit. Do, just, bro, I knew that that wasn't like a fucking normal voice. No, like no, no, his no. voice. His voice sounded so like yeah, bland. It would be so easy to bring in Mark Hamill and have him do voice lines and edit that. It would have sounded much better. What did they do? Mark Hamill sounds like he hasn't aged that much. To be fair, they could probably just raw like take his voice, (laughs) raw raw in. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, but what did probably raw dog Mark Hamill's voice in show, and it would be. What did did they end up doing for him? So what they was curious. I didn't look it up. They took. I meant to. They took all of Luke's dialogue from from all from the original trilogy, fed it into an AI. The AI spit out the lines they needed for this show. It's so they they even fucking credited Mark Hamill in the in. The, the end credits oh. it would be what did what so did they do for for his body was it that all it was CGI? it was it, it was just a guy and they cgi luke's face onto it i'll bet you what anything the fuck? that yeah. it would have been less expensive to get mark hamill to do the damn voice line. i don't That's like i i genuinely true. don't know why they didn't just go with that like it seems but there were it seems like it's 10 times easier Dude, get a bro, guy I, to do the voice. Like, if, yeah, no, <laughs> I don't. I don't understand why it's why it's easier and in their mind probably cheaper to go search the archives for every line Luke has said and piece together the dialogue you want from that. I don't understand how, why that was the better decision. I don't, but uh, like the, but the Rowan, only thing I can. I, yeah, you, no, you, I was you, I was just gonna say, Rowan, you were spot on with the mm-hmm. mouth too. Yeah. There were multiple spots where I was like. Damn, he's talking, but the mouth didn't move at all. Right. Like, his, his mouth is still, and I'm hearing it Mark Hamill's unnatural. voice. It's so yeah. gross. I did it's, not. Yeah. That was the only thing holding um, me back from, from, from loving that scene. It, it, they, they are close. They are really close, but they haven't fully cracked it yet. I, yeah. I genuinely just think that, like, I mean, even if it wasn't Mark Hamill, they've had other people like voice Luke in games and shit like mm-hmm. that. Matthew Mercer, so I, I think, did a pretty good job in, in yeah. one, one, so, one of the games. Like, I don't, I don't know why they couldn't just have somebody do it. Like, it, mm-hmm. like I don't, I the the AI thing. I mean, I get the you know, Mark Hamill is Luke. So, like, let's say hypothetically, the reason that they didn't bring him back is because he didn't want to. Which I don't. I mean, he came back for the end of Mandalorian season two. I'd be shocked if he didn't want to like do this. Um, only a year after, or a couple months after. Um, a year? Fuck fine. I'm uh, losing it's, track it's of time. Been, it's been a solid, because they, they finished filming that before the pandemic. So it's been a solid, yeah. like, two years before since, since, two years. since they filmed it. All right, so, so, you know, like, I 
I don't know. I, I feel like I either bring him back or bring somebody else to do it. Like it's mm-hmm. it's not like Luke has a particularly difficult voice. I mean, I couldn't do it, but that's because I suck at impressions. But I guarantee you, some motherfucker <laughs> out there can do Luke Skywalker impressions. There is someone out there who can impersonate. No, if, yeah, yeah. Right? If they like, told me that Mark Hamill was unwilling to come back and do it, I would probably call them a liar. But if that were the case. Battlefront 2. I think both Battlefronts. I kind of liked Luke's voice acting in that. That it's, was good. It's not bad. It, like, it's, right. it's, that's what I'm saying. Is like people have good people Luke's can voice, voice him. I don't it's understand not, why. It's not like this is one of those voices that only one specific human being can do. You know, like it's it's a like I'm not to call out Mark Hamill or anything. I fucking love his performance. I wouldn't change Luke for anything. Like you know, it's, it's just like it's a it's kind of normal default voice. I don't see why they can't get somebody else don't, to do it. Don't start beef with Mark Hamill. He might, he might respond. Bro, if Mark Hamill wants to respond, he's to gonna me, start like, swinging. Highlight of the twenty years of my life. Um, <laughs> Even if he does, <laughs> Mark Hamill, please reach out to me. I don't care if it's negative. Um, <laughs> I'll take it. Um, but yeah, anyway, so that's that's my two cents. And uh, yeah. shall we go on to, to the final episode? Yeah, well, so so I, I do have one I do have one more question about uh, episode again. six. What did you guys think about Cobb Vance's return? Oh, he's uh, not dead. Yeah, no, 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 he, no, no. You you see him you see him at the he was uh, at the back to take credit scene, credit scene of, of, of episode. Oh, seven. you actually I didn't make it that far. <laughs> dude i always stick around just for the concept art and the fucking banger soundtrack, the soundtrack. I, like that I, theme, so good that theme does not get old it no, does the, not get old the highlight dude, of every episode is the credits and that's not anything against the show. It's just, <laughs> i love the show especially when it ends <laughs> you know, that's, yeah, that's, it's not anything against the show but it has such great credits like i'm trying to th- like oh my gosh best outro since uh mosaic I, pieces from code Geass. i thought it was a Ooh. little well i know this is technically from i think it's from episode seven but while we're on the subject of the 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 credits, the credits music they changed it for the last episode <laughs> yeah to yeah Boba Fett, and i didn't like that Boba no <laughs> i it was it was it was much better before i thought that was I, super I know, cheesy the, the the original was so much better and then all of a sudden you hear it like, yeah oh, they're saying they're just repeating boba fett i liked it when it sounded like someone getting punched in the stomach <laughs> not when they're saying boba fett <laughs> kind of like, getting punched in the stomach that's yeah, right. like, i never thought of it that way that's really dude, it totally does <laughs> I don't know. Right. It reminds it, like that's what it. That's what it, it reminds every, me. every time I listen to that now, that's gonna be in my head. That's so <laughs> it reminds me of. Um, I don't know when, when I when I heard the the last episode's end credit scene. All I could think of was um, whenever whenever I sing under pressure, I like there's this one part <laughs> where it goes like Dumba Buffett, and I always just go Dumba Buffett. Um, fun fun little and, tidbit about how I sing under pressure right there. Um, but yeah. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> um, but anyway, what a great segue in episode seven. <laughs> uh, complete silence. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, goddamn, I was hoping somebody would say something. <laughs> um, 
I gotta say the thing the thing that I want to bring up the most about this is just there's this one scene where the cyborg um with the eye patch thing oh are you gonna say what i think you're gonna say he's facing the enemy right and then he's like all right let me get my gun out do a little spin real quick so i'm facing the same direction i was before and then start shooting like no fuck (laughs) you watch it he's got he's got fucking chrysanthemum um that his name yeah like on his arm and he, he slides out under him Grabs his gun, oh, yeah. does a little spin. And oh my god, just, I just aim his about gun that. right where it was before. And I rewinded that three times just so I could make sure I saw that right. I was like, What the fuck am I looking at? Dude, <laughs> I I think those were the, the those characters, um, the mods. I was I think those were the biggest disappointment of the entire show, to be honest. I, I was I was mad about the I was mad about the Mandalorian episodes, but I could get over them because they were pretty good as far as Mandalorian episodes go. The mods just like every time I saw them, I just felt kind of I don't even know how to describe it. I guess just let down like the the low speed chase and the cringy dialogue, the back talking to Boba Fett and getting away with it. I just don't like any of them. For any reason, especially the the snarky, uh, the snarky like the head of the gang. Yeah, yeah, I don't like her at all. She annoys the hell out of me. And then there's only one other that is like a consistent character, and the rest could just be literally anyone you know nothing about them. <laughs> That's it. I, I I will admit I like the one that had the eye thing, but I I I, I thought I thought he was kind of despite despite his fucking ridiculous ass spin um but yeah i thought i thought he was all right um but i I did not like the leader very much either i don't know just i was also confused he got uh he got wall hacks once in this episode but like if if you're gonna open up that can of worms as an ability for him to have why didn't he use that more (laughs) at all i don't understand is it is it like a, a limited time? Is it like a video game thing? It's on a recharge timer. I don't I understand why. I think those characters are designed specifically for for visual plot convenience. For oh. as plot <laughs> convenience. Yeah, <a> <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know if, if they're designed for that, Sebastian. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, no, they're, they're just they're they're as consistent as they need to be. Um, <laughs> hold on. Um, but yeah. So uh, I I will admit I thought that there was this one scene that I thought was ridiculous as all hell. Just while I'm picking out specific scenes, I thought were ridiculous, um, where Boba and the Mandalorian go out and like they try to pretend like they're doing this big last stand, and then each of them just tanks thirty yeah, shots. And shot I'm like, I'm supposed times. to think that they're doing a last stand here when each of them is taken enough to like try like take out a 30 rhinoceroses um so you know yeah i, I don't know that that's like my other yeah. nitpick there i was um, i was annoyed by that too the fact that they're wearing what we have previously established in now two separate shows to be bulletproof armor that they use as a body shield and the fact that they didn't like abuse the fuck out of that for the entire show like we saw it as a last stand thing, and 
like they were they were acting like it was going to be the end and right mm-hmm. i'm thinking why not just walk out there and start firing right up? and just start blasting yeah, right? Right? Like, it like, might like wanna... dent the armor at most right like I, if yeah I, I just want to see this be like why why not just go full into it if you're gonna if you're gonna bring in a character who's bulletproof just go right, for you it. have like, to yeah like, you... don't let's not beat around the bush anymore and pretend that he isn't um, well, so that either, was either start bringing in new challenges that would be, you know, dangerous to a bulletproof man. Yeah. Or just make him a badass and like that's, have him take out everything. <laughs> like, I don't know, fucking one punch man. That's I what know. I was worried about when they introduced it in the Mandalorian is that as soon as you open, as soon as you make set that as the possibility, like they're bulletproof, they can't get shot and die. Now you have to either step up the villains or like you have a choice. You either step up the villains to match the like to bring the threat level up to their level of plot armor, literally, or you uh, you cheat and just forget that they're bulletproof sometimes. And that's what they did here. And that that irked me because you can't. You can't say that someone's bulletproof and then also have tension manufactured around their final stand. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. They're they're just not nothing's gonna happen. Like, when I, whenever I see the the Mandalorian get into a blaster fight, it's like the same kind of thing that I see when I fucking watch Saitama get into a fight in one punch, man. It's like, hey, well, he's not gonna die. There's no chance of him losing. There's no like like he, he's in here and he's gonna wipe the floor with everyone here. That's how this works, you know. Right, um, and that's why I was annoyed that we didn't even get that from Boba Fett. He wasn't a badass who kicked everyone's ass and, got and shot took like no forty shit times from anyone. <laughs> man, yeah, man would have died. <laughs> he was fine. He, he was fine in all the in all, all the situations, but it didn't. I don't. I don't even remember where I was gonna go with that. I just. Oh, uh, whatever. I thought. Sorry. I thought that the I thought that the design for the Droidica 2.0 was like kind of the uh, um, the, the Scorpion weak. droids or something. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was kind of like a neat little little design. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can, <coughs> can we talk about the villains for a second? The Pikes, and I yeah. guess the rest of the Tatooine crime families. I personally was not satisfied by by right? that whole plot. No, Boba should have gone in there and killed them. Yeah, I agree. First, yeah, first off, like I think it's kind of telling that the, in the show, like about Boba Fett, um, he's not even the one who ends up killing the main villain in the end. I feel like that kind of sums up uh, the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but what else was I going to say? The, the villain situation in the show, I think, is probably the most poorly handled thing. Um, because you, they introduced the these two huts at the beginning, and they're like, "All right, well, these are going to be, you know, fighting for power with Boba Fett." And then, literally, the next episode, they're like, "All right, well, these guys are out of the way, but the Pikes now the Pikes are here, right. and like the head the the Pike guy in charge of all this shows up. Like, I I literally forget forgot what he looked like until the last episode, and I don't know if that's because they they never showed him or just because he only showed up for so little I forgot about him. Um and so you know like he shows up and then there are the crime families that get brought up 
like twice. Um, and you know, no personality is given to any of them. No personality is given to the Pike guy. So they bring in Boba, not Boba Fett, Cad Bane in the second to last episode at the very end to kind of like let him be the the bad guy with personality, you know, like kind of not, not the main antagonist, but you know, the like like the, the mm-hmm. most interesting antagonist, the most compelling antagonist. Um, and which is why like I love Cad Bane. I just don't think that this show did him justice. And that's what I wanted to talk about earlier. See, um, he was one of those surprise things. Like, like, like exactly. he was, it was one of the intentionally kept secrets that I think works well in theory. But when you're working with characters that are so beloved, like these ones are, you really have to do them justice. And you can only do that to a certain extent when you're keeping them completely secret. Exactly. And I was, and I was fine with him just showing up in the second or last episode because I thought, like, you know, I mentioned this. I thought he was just there, like, as a message deliver guy. Um, and then he becomes, like, the main antagonist of the last episode. And I, I wrote a whole rant, uh, like a mini rant to hate mm-hmm. him. Um, or, like, the other day, because I, I wanted, I wanted to, to discuss it first uh, with you here, Rowan, so that you and I could get each other's genuine reactions. But I was like, all right, I'll, so I'll tell this to hate him because I got to talk to somebody. Um, and I was like, I'm kind of upset, you know, I'm going to go into the duel that he had with Boba Fett. Um, and I was like, I'm kind of upset they died just because they wanted to throw him in at the, the 11th hour just for like that name recognition surprise thing. Um, and on a side note, I definitely called that he was going to do the duel with Boba Fett. That was going to mm-hmm. be how he originally died in the Clone Wars mm-hmm. season yep. seven. Um, so I was like, the duel happened. So I guess if he had to go out, uh, it should have been like that. But I wish that they'd either built him up more in this show instead of just throwing him in as the bad guy in the last minute of the penultimate episode. But, you know, like, I wish that they'd either built him up more or that they kept him alive, you know? Like, had, like, yeah. build him up in the future, maybe? Like, but instead they just threw him in, had him yeah. be a bad guy. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And then just, just they, one... yeah. Just one more thing. Um, and then watching that duel was so, like, I mean, I was excited because I was like, okay, it's the Boba Fett Cad Bane duel. I know I was going to go down. But, like, I, I, I was so excited when I saw it. And I don't know, the way they portrayed it, I feel like Cad Bane totally should have fucking won it. Um, I'm a little biased, obviously. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> this is also an issue that I have with going back, Boba Fett and Mandalorian being literal bullet sponges who just tank every shot you know like i mean of course boba fett's not gonna die in a duel because you literally can't kill him cad bane did everything right and died anyway and that's not a satisfying way for such a character to go out mm-hmm. yeah that's also, my that's my mini rant um, i also felt like it didn't really make a lot of sense in the un- like they were they were playing up this whole thing where he's like oh you don't don't try it. You know, I'm faster than you. And you know, all this, like I'm, I'm, I'm the better hunter. I'm the better fighter. And Boba tried, tried to shoot him and got his ass kicked. He got shot once and went down like a bag of potatoes. Like not really sure why that is. We just saw him take 50 blaster rounds to the (laughs) face, literally two scenes earlier. And he was still up and fighting, but, but that's cool. So anyway, Boba Fett goes down and, 
Cad Bane's standing over him. He's about to kill him. And suddenly Cad Bane's skill and expertise just disappears. And now he can't hit a single fucking shot as Boba Fett just rolls away and sweeps his legs out from under him with a, he has time to roll out of the, like out of his line of sight, pull a stick off of his back and then run back over to him and pull his legs out from under him. And in, at no point in that fight could Cad Bane supposedly the best bounty hunter, still the best bounty hunter in the galaxy recover to kill like i don't that that just irks me they they didn't they didn't set up any reason for us to believe that he would be getting weaker in his old age or anything they introduced him as the like the primary villain for us to focus on just so they could have that ending but they didn't they didn't give us any any backstory for him but they they also set him up as this invincible as this invincible fucking guy until the plot needed him to die. And then suddenly it was like, Oh, well, yeah, no, say goodbye to Cad Bane. You won't be seeing him again. That, that was the other thing I want to mention. The, the, you said the word backstory and it triggered something in my mind. Um, is that I wish like, I like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that these surprise reveals are bad. Um, I think that they have a lot of potential. Like, like I said, I wasn't necessarily disappointed when I first saw Cad Bane. Um, I was like, you know, I got excited. I was like, there he is. Um, but I, th- I wish that we could see, like, even if it's a flashback or something, I wish that we could see how they ended up there, so that they don't just just seem introduce like they're yeah. So, they, so that the character doesn't just look like it's there because oh, it would be cool to have him there. Yeah, um, no, that's because that's don't get exactly me wrong. Cool to have him there. Yes, it is. Um, but I wish I knew why, so that everything could like fall in place. I mean, I get it. It's been a right. Long time if you're gonna, I saw Cad Bane, so there's like a million different possibilities, and I'm sure that he has a reason. I just want to see it. That's all. If you're gonna <laughs> expect me to buy into the fact that everything should be able to blend together, then make it blend together. And tell these, like, give me some context for why this guy's here. Don't. Like that's if you're gonna say that oh well we can we can go mix this show in because they're basically the same thing and it's all Star Wars it's all it's all gonna make sense then we should have some some uh, some consistency there have people if you're just gonna introduce people say oh yeah well they were show the story of him being hired and like him realizing that Boba Fett's or I don't know something on like along those lines that Boba Fett's the issue and he's like well I got an old grudge to settle and then that's some some fucking shit yeah. there anyway so that is yeah those, those are all my thoughts on the, the Cad Bane issue here the way I, I just, see it he yeah. um, I do agree that they completely underused him here um, and and it, it's all in favor of that whole like of, of the surprise factor mm-hmm. but um, also I think one of the biggest benefits of not making that Clone Wars, um, that abandoned Clone Wars story canon and making him die here instead is that now we have 30 years of untapped Cad Bane stories. I, I, do I 100% believe we will agree. be seeing a lot more of in, in the future based on how, you know, I mean, it, it was divided here, but I feel like it, there is a universal love for the character, just not for how the character was used. In no, I, I, I wholeheartedly I, agree, and that, that was one of my first thoughts: is that oh shit, this means he's 
like he, this means he's been alive since you know he's he's alive until past the the fall of the empire mm-hmm. um and i thought of that same thing i was like there's so much potential for seeing him in other things now that now that we know he lives uh up to it i was point. also but, wondering do sorry were you gonna say more yeah, no but uh yeah i was just gonna say and but i was feeling like you know that i don't think that they necessarily scrap the idea of the duel because i think that that's the whole reason he shows up here is to sort of like bring it back to that duel um i just you know i don't know i, I just wish that the duel had been a little better i guess is what i'm saying um yeah, after on, on the note of introducing a whole shitload of cad bane content potentially do we how do we what do we think like so you see him get stabbed and he goes down but then there's that scene where it's like zooming in on him with like the lights still blinking and it's kind of like a reminiscent of a heartbeat is there any chance that he's still alive because that's kind of I was kind of thinking like, oh, great, because normally that type of shot means that like, oh, something's going to happen. They're going to come back to life. You don't show the guy after he's dead. Star Wars, I guess, has never showed the person's body after like focused on someone's body after they're dead if they're not going to be brought back later on at some think, point so i'm I wondering because he's such an iconic character and that's why mm-hmm. i i, I feel like that was for closure like they settled on it for the express purpose of telling us that he is really dead but also saying mm-hmm. this character still exists and we're going to see him again at some point and i i think yeah. i mean i i do i do think that the other thing to consider Aiden, is that like i don't know i mean i i feel what is this technically classified? Is this a uh, directing or a cinematography? Like, what is? What, what, what's the Rowan? What's the? Would would that shot like would that go under directing or cinematography or what? Which, um, which shot of of dead? But like the, the idea the idea of panning over a dead dead. Oh, right. dead that that would be a writing. You, right? you could argue it for both, but it would probably be cinematography. So all right, so I, I mean, I think that the other thing is this franchise has like a million different cinematographers, and so mm-hmm. each one is probably going to do their own like thing. Yeah. So even if there are, so even if there are like consistent things so far, I mean, at the very least, up until two thousand, what is it, thirteen, two thousand twelve, whenever the fuck. Um, like, you know, there there were things that were consistent before when Lucas was in charge of most things, but I feel like now. Yeah, I guess with different the, the rules, the rules yeah. might be changing. Um, yeah, I guess my chief concern was that Disney's track record is one of not being able to make those big decisions. You know, like they blew up mm. Chewbacca only to say surprise is in another one. They threw Kylo True, Ren off I a called, cliff. I called that only to say, oh look, he's somehow fucking fine. Uh, Palpatine got brought back despite being thrown off a cliff. Like they can't. Like all of all of your gripes are from one movie. (laughs) uh, So they are, huh? Um, We can all agree on Rise of Skywalker. We can be the worst one. Rise of Skywalker. No, I just feel like they haven't. Even in the other movies, they didn't make any like major major decisions for 
like, oh, this main character fucking dies. Han Solo. Like, like they had the opportunity to kill. Yeah, that's because Harrison Ford flat out said, I'm not doing any more of these. Luke. They, yeah, he's now back as a ghost and he's talking to Ray. They didn't let him actually die. And you know what? He's going to be back more content. Like it's so. Fair enough. It's, it's, I don't know. It's indicative of something that happens with Disney. Uh, Disney has done in the past. And I was, my chief concern was that they're going to try and pull that shit here where it right. doesn't belong. Well, I, I think. I don't know. I, I think like, what Ron said is definitely true. Is that now, if they do want to bring him back, they now have thirty fucking years to play with. Um, I guess. So yeah, I mean, Cad Bane if they, if yeah, so like if they see a demand for that, or if they think that they're gonna make fucking bank off of it, I think that they will definitely go that route. I just think that if they were to do it after that and bring him back from the dead, I mean, it would just be kind of silly when you have just now established this after the character has such a long blank period that you could literally do anything with them making the making bank off of something shouldn't be the motivator for I, it, it is though cool and fucking. i don't think that we're talking about the, disney here though i know that's yeah, my that's my ultimate gripe here is that it's yeah. disney and they fucking suck because they're money Money growers. Yeah, money um, growers. I was gonna. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Well. Uh, that's my. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just. I just figured I'd throw that out there because normally, like, you don't see a shot like that if the character is fucking. And they're like, yeah, he's gone, and they're like, oh, let's just make sure we know he's gone. Yep. He's gone. I guess we'll have to see. Um, yeah, I guess we Excuse will. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, uh, in terms of the finale in general, um, it was basically one big, there was the lead up to the battle and then the actual battle. What did you guys think of the think of the battle, especially when the fucking Rancor showed up? Dude, I thought that was the I, best part of the entire fucking show. That was, <laughs> that was like, that was not only so cool, but I was like, holy shit. Could you imagine I, being one of those guys as that like it's it's a it's a fucking thing the size of a building just going ape shit on you just smashing people <laughs> you, you see the guy that Boba Fett shot and it threw him out of the city like that <laughs> yeah. guy got that guy got evaporated he's in outer space right now you imagine being <laughs> one of the fucking dudes to watch that happen it dude. bites the head off of one of your friends and then just yeets the other dude into the next solar system. And then the droid that's supposed to be your ace in the hole, it pounds it so hard that its shields break. And then it like execution style Palpatine do it Mortal Kombat <laughs> yeah. finishers the fucking thing. Like, Jesus. No. I agree. I agree. I I so thought that he was just gonna come back in the slave one and fucking just shoot yeah, at that, them from yeah, above. Like that, that's where I thought this was going. Um, just because I totally forgot that he had a fucking <laughs> rancor. But then all of a sudden, you see him coming out from that. Right, I'm so like, oh, clock. he's riding that damned yeah. thing, baby. Um, and then you see him, and he is in fact riding the rancor. It reminds me of something like out of Lord of the Rings or some mm-hmm. shit. It was awesome. Uh, specific, it reminds me of a uh, Shadow of War. Um, hmm, and it was, yeah. it's, it was just 
it was just so badass. It was so bad. That was yeah. a that was a cool scene. That was a cool I, scene. I, I, I uh I was talking to one of my friends and Sebastian's friends. I was talking to Kenny while I was watching it, and I I told him I'm if if anything happens to the Rancor, I'm straight up canceling my Disney Plus membership and not <laughs> watching any more Star Wars content on that like i'm done i'm done with disney plus if this if they kill off this motherfucking rancor but uh fortunately he just took a nap with baby yoda um yeah we were good uh, disney yeah. continue to take my money but the, the amount of times you threatened to cancel your disney plus subscription i'm shocked you still have it <laughs> no see it's it's usually like the things that they would never actually do yeah. is when no, I I get cancel it over it's it's like if they fucking i don't know if they do some bullshit i'm gonna cancel it and they're like we're gonna do this bullshit just kidding that's too major of a plot decision for us to make we're not gonna do that bullshit don't cancel it we want your seven dollars a month i think they upped it didn't they to like eight or nine did they up it again i mooch off my brother who cares Yeah, I haven't. I have, I have an annual subscription, which I think they didn't change. But I was, I was uh, pissed though when they dropped it from like six dollars to fucking seven, just because they bro, know that people are still gonna pay for it. It's like what? Net, it, it's a, it's like that meme with Thanos and the Infinity Stones, and each of the Infinity Stones is like Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max. <laughs> Disney Plus, <laughs> and then you see the power coursing through Thanos, and it's just the price of cable. <laughs> 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 like, I'm like, yeah, you know, you remember what Netflix has made selling points? It was you know seven bucks a month, and that beats cable. Yeah, well, right now, now no, it's it the doesn't. most expensive uh, streaming service. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, yeah. You, well, you don't beat Hulu, you don't beat Disney, you don't beat HBO. Side note, fuck Hulu. What kind of streaming service would have pay-to-win streaming on your pay-to-win? Like, how are you gonna how are you gonna charge me monthly for your streaming service and say that I need a premium subscription for half of the content on your like paid streaming service? What the hell is that? If I'm paying for it, I had to get everything or nothing. I could. I could I, I I could explain it, but I feel like no no yeah. There's no explaining that's gonna no corporate yeah, gonna... like 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 money motivated ex- explanation is gonna satisfy you. No, not yeah, at I mean, all. It, You're it, spot on. Yeah, it's all just to make fucking money. You know, it's just like I don't know. It right. sucks. That's what yo ho yo ho. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. right so um any other, uh, any other wonderful thoughts on any uh, so i have some some smaller notes for um for episode right ahead seven um first of all the scene where grogu I'll, I'll call him baby yoda for hayden's sake where where baby yoda um calms the rancor we get a lot of close-ups of of the baby yoda puppet it is incredible how realistic and how detailed that thing is it blew my mind every single time they zoomed in and i i really wonder i don't know if 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 you guys knew but this is one of my favorite lord lord of the rings facts for the close-ups of the ring they made a giant ring that 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 they used (laughs) because because like that was the only way 
that you could see all of the detail that they wanted you to see. I wonder if they made a larger Grogu puppet. You think they or... made a giant, like a five foot or six baby. foot tall Grogu? <laughs> I, maybe, maybe not that tall, but oh I wouldn't be God, surprised. Oh my God, nightmare fuel. I mean, dude, that's so honestly, horrifying. I'm, to think I'm about. not shocked, dude. That thing is making like half of Disney's fucking income right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. So I like, I, I, I don't know. You you may definitely be right on the the larger scale, more detailed thing. Um, but I also wouldn't be terribly surprised if their normal puppet is just that detailed because A, the fucking budget for these shows. B, like the more detailed and cuter you make it look, the more merchandise you can sell. That, that's money that makes itself once you spend exactly. it. That's true. Um, so... We're going real anti-capitalist this episode. <laughs> yeah, Disney is never going to. I'm not anti-capitalist. I'm just anti-fucking Disney. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm anti-big corporation. Um, <laughs> um, I also want to say at the end of episode seven, when Fennec um, goes in, sort of goes in guerrilla style and and executes everyone. I my jaw dropped when she hung like like when she literally hanged the mayor she like she like garroted him and lifted him up and then his neck snaps and i was like i i legitimately did not expect it to go there but i thought it was it was really darkly hilarious Dude, how, how she did that it was, like some it was funny but i saw this. the cable and i was like oh sick boba fett's gonna go strangle all of them because that's like that's the that's the thing right Django fett had that cable boba fett has it too i was like cool boba fett's gonna kill them all <laughs> and then it was fucking Fennec Shan. Yeah, Why? Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I think if we were to cut out the flashbacks, I, I legitimately think she may have done more than Boba over the course of this series. Um, yeah, that's facts. Yeah, I mean, she was the one handling, you know, the business and like, the whole thing. yeah, yeah. She she was like, all right, here's what you should do. Like, it it always felt like one of those things where you have the. I don't know, like, what's the term I'm looking for? You have, like, you know, a lady looking after some, like, old dude who's like, oh, you know, I, I know how to do all this. And she's like, sure, you do, Grandpa. Here's how you do it. <laughs> right, <yeah>. um, <laughs> like, not, not exactly like that, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, oh, man, what, what, what was I going to say here? Um, I don't remember. spin with someone the else, someone else just, Oh, right. I... <laughs> This is this wasn't what I was gonna say, but I want to vamp on that for a second. I saw <laughs> a tweet where 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 they showed that, and and the the, the text was uh, never let Robert Rodriguez direct anything Star Wars related again. And then someone quoted the tweet with um, a video from A New Hope, where Obi Wan, when he's fighting with Vader, spins too. He does almost the same thing. <laughs> and they said never let George Lucas direct anything Star Wars related again. And I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Obi Wan does that, but. It's like, it's not, they don't make a big deal of it. He just sort of does it in the background of, of the It fight. also does, I, th- I think it, I could be totally wrong. Maybe I'm just misremembering it. But I think this one happens in like slow motion or some shit. Um, but like I said, I could, I could totally be wrong on that. Don't quote me. Um, and it, but anyway, yeah. Also, it's just like, I don't, I don't know. It's, 
it, you, a sword fight is different because it's you know you have to be more more dramatic more theatrical yeah, exactly. with a sword fight like it's by nature by I nature a sword it. fight is just more theatrical than taking out a gun and shooting you're somebody. spinning to keep momentum or something i don't know there's some bullshit that could be made up for that that was great for the uh for the audio listener sebastian <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they couldn't see me like attempt to rotate and spin up. I can't rotate because I got my earbuds in, so it's just like I can only go so hey, far before it pulls out. my phone. Yeah, yeah, let me just like fucking Fennec did to the Pike dude. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah. Make for great clickbait. Sebastian dies live Sebastian on podcast. Hangs himself. <laughs> 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 um, Man yeah. kills himself. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, so I guess uh, if no one else has any notes for the finale, we can sort of briefly uh, give our our sort of overall review for the show as a whole. That's good. Yeah, um, Hayden. Let's uh, let's 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 start with you. Your overall review of the Book of Boba Fett. I uh, I had a tough time in general with the entire concept of the show. I I thought it was it was good. I I didn't mind it. I enjoyed watching it. Um, but I I struggled with the concept of a uh, of a spinoff show for a character whose entire cool factor revolves around nothing being known about him um and i do find myself a little bit less interested in boba fett um after this show but that being said uh it was it was cool i didn't hate watching it um for the most part so uh yeah that's that's my overall take on it for me from i don't know it's like kind of weird um like there, there are a couple of things that really stand out to me uh, that just weren't done very well. Specifically, Cad Bane just really bothers me the way they handled him. Um, but I already talked enough about that. Uh, so I don't know. Like it, it just, I uh, when I when I saw episode five of the show, part of me was like, damn, I kind of miss the Mandalorian. It made me realize that the Mandalorian's a little bit better. <laughs> and, <then laughs> uh, and I was like, I, I'm kind of waiting for season three now. Um, but I don't, I, I don't think it was a bad show. Um, I just feel like it could have been better about the setup and payoff in general. Um, you know, just, but aside from that, I guess it was, you know, it's like a old fucking, there, there was less crime involved than I was hoping for. Um, right. That's, that's another thing I want. I remember going into this, I was like really hoping for like organized crime, like mafia style shit. Right. You know, like I, I wanted to see. I knew I knew this was never going to happen, but I wanted to see Boba Fett like kick some dude's teeth in, you know, like, <laughs> um, you know, just like because he he said something that slightly disrespected him, you know, and he's like, oh, what did you say about me? And then, you know, um, right. But I knew that that was never going to happen. That's an unrealistic expectation, so I don't hold that against the show because that's not what it was setting out to do. Um, so no, I enjoyed the show, right? 
it was fun. It sort of positioned early on as like a you know sort of like a godfather type thing with him assembling all of all of the crime families right like that was positioning himself as the new guy in the trailer yeah that was a key scene in the trailer and that like that it was definitely a little misleading Um, the trailer was really for episode one and that was it (laughs) yeah like uh, yeah you know like I, i was expecting more crime politics you know somebody who had just finished the sopranos like Wanted more, um, right? <laughs> but right. that's just me wanting more Sopranos and you know projecting that onto other shows. <laughs> yeah, you know, I could I could see what it was setting out to do. I like you guys. I wasn't a big fan of the um, you know sort of Boba being made more of a hero. I just it, it it feels sort of like betraying the character. And while I think I can definitely see what they were setting out to do, but I just think that it was it it, it, it wasn't the best choice, um, especially for Boba specifically, um, because you know we already did that with the the Mandalorian. We are li- li- like like we literally did that in seasons one and two. Granted, it was with different means. The Mandalorian was through taking care of Baby Yoda, but and 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 with Boba, it's just. I don't really know. I, I, I guess with the Tuscan Raiders, was uh, yeah, I would say, uh, yeah, I would say the flashbacks were kind of the yeah. show that. Uh, which I will say, I think that the flashbacks were not to cut you off wrong, but I do think yeah, that that flashbacks it. were kind of like the highlights of the show. Yeah, you I ask me. Really, really like the flashbacks. Um, yeah, that's in my opinion. I, I I thought the flashbacks were like the most well done thing about the show. Um, yeah, so. um, you know, it was. I have a positive opinion about it overall, not only because of what I said about loving Star Wars and loving anything they'll put out, don't put words in my mouth, um, but <laughs> but just I can recognize what they set out to do, and I th- I'm, I'm going to view this as the interlude to Mandalorian season two and three, because by for all intents and purposes, that's really what it is. And if I look at that, I find I have a more positive opinion about it overall because it's you know boba fett is technically the main character but it's more of a star wars ensemble show you know just just about the world of the mandalorian and sort of contextualizing it in uh where it is in the star wars universe around this time and this is going to be you know the the mandalorian boba fett uh, ahsoka I'm, i'm sure these are going to be you know our our go-to's for this 30 year period after Return of the Jedi and before Force Awakens, they are clearly establishing, you know, this is what we want you to focus on in canon. Luke starting to build his Jedi temple, Uh, you know, um, the Mandalorian, I'm sure we'll start to see uh, as as long as these shows start to go on, I'm sure we'll start to see the rise of the First Order and, 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 and such. And I think that there's, you know, there's a lot of untapped potential and this is them sort of starting off by saying that, you know, this is what we could do uh, and anything can really happen going forward. Even a show that's about a character may not even be entirely about a character. And yes, I realize how expensive these shows are. Give them more episodes. This show could easily, same with the Marvel shows, These they could easily use more episodes to tell their story. It's either like, it's, it's, it's usually too much or not enough. And, you know, honestly... I think if I think the show could have benefited from a couple more episodes, if only just to focus specifically on Boba and his character evolution instead of you know just just showing us the highlights. But I don't know. Uh, I I think I have a pos- more positive opinion about it than 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 you, Hayden. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was you know 
it's Star Wars. It's like, I think this might be, we're discounting resistance here. I think this may be the least good Star Wars show. That's really not saying much because like everything Star Wars is is great on the very, on, on like from at least the very basic level that it is Star Wars. Again, discounting resistance here. Um, so, you know, uh, we're also going to subtract the holiday special from this, but that's great in its own way. Um, so, uh, yeah. Give me two hours of my life back. <laughs> Good. I can make you watch it again, Sebastian. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, but anyway. Oh, man. I, I, I get where you're coming from. But it's, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I just wish I've, we'd be warned if they're going to do that. Like, right. Yeah, I don't think yeah, I, I would say that that's probably the maybe the biggest issue with this show is a little bit of, of false advertising and well, not the biggest issue, but uh, you know, one of them, I'll say. Uh, it's like you know, you're expecting more Boba Fett than there actually is, exactly. Uh, yeah, and and I think that's really where where the you know, quote unquote, controversy came from it's 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 just the fact that boba was sidelined for about half of his own show um which is you know which is un, 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 unfortunate but you know maybe they were trying to do a thing where they where they keep within the mystery of of, of boba but then the scenes that he is in they're trying to characterize him a little bit too much so there's really no in between there um but yeah I don't know. Uh, that's that that's the book of boba fett who knows if we're getting a season two I think enough people watch this enough people are going to watch every star wars or marvel thing but i think enough people watch this that um the character of boba fett is going to be not entirely gone i honestly think he works best as, as a supporting character after this i 100 percent I, I agree yeah. I, like boba fett at, is at his best when right like may, maybe not so much when he's not front and center but when he's if he is front and center only for like a short period of time like mm-hmm. i think the mandalorian season two handled him excellently like, um, I kind of felt that way about Boba Fett the entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, in the last couple episodes, he is a side character. And that's why I, not only because of the whole Mandalorian thing, I think that's why I enjoyed those episodes um, a little bit more. But then the finale, I think the finale was probably my favorite episode just because it improved on the action from the first half of the season so much. But yeah, I don't know. Um, mm. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Not them really. I think. Uh, I think we. Yeah, I think, think that's pretty. This is like an, an hour long. This I is the longest uh, episode about any of the Disney Plus shows I think that we've ever done. And I, think, I was about to say, like, I right. was expecting this to be twenty minutes half an hour. I'm not disappointed or Like, I've, I've exactly. enjoyed this. Yeah. I think we've had good conversation here. Um, absolutely, absolutely. But uh, yeah, I, I was a little shocked. I, I, I'm looking at the time right now. It's eight thirty-nine. We started like seven thirty. Um, yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. Um, so Hayden, I want to thank you very much for joining us. I'm sure yeah. we'll be back. Thanks for having me. Um, we'll have you again for Kenobi. Woo! Let's go. Um, but yeah, so we have, so we're still on our, um, every other week schedule. We'll probably be back to once a week. I think Kenobi will probably be a good place to usher in our, 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 our once a week schedule once again, but weekly we'll, review of every episode. I exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but for now we have a, uh, we have a little fun game coming up next week and we'll, um, we'll, 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 we'll tide you and we'll tide ourselves over until, until Kenobi starts. Um, but uh, yeah, so for Across the Stars, my name is Rowan Wood. And I'm Sebastian Rickerhoff.
Bro, we were so close. Oh, you were almost zone there. out for not even an entire second. Come on, right, man. Do, do, you want to, do you want to say your name now, Hayden? My playing. name is Hayden Fucking Kincaid. There we go. <laughs> and this is across the stars. We will be back in two weeks with a brand new episode. Thank you for joining in. We'll see you then.